things here. Uh, first story, uh, starting off with the Olympics themselves and Japan. Japan has started uh, vaccinating Tokyo Games-bound athletes as of Tuesday, the Japanese Olympic Committee said. Uh, so vaccin vaccinations of healthy athletes come at this point as only between 2 and 3% of the general population in Japan has been fully vaccinated. The Japanese Olympic Committee officials have said that so far about 200 athletes were vaccinated at a training center on the first day of the rollout. So Japanese Olympic uh, Committee officials so far, they did not name any of the athletes themselves. Uh, they also restricted coverage of the event, uh, possibly fearing uh, the, well, I guess the possibility of public backlash. Japanese Olympic uh, Committee official Mitsugi Ogata said that the vaccination of young athletes would not affect the distribution to the general population, including the elderly and medical workers. Vaccination operations uh, for athletes are being conducted by a separate organization than those of the general population, Ogata is quoted as saying. So the Tokyo Olympics are set to open, as we know, on the 23rd of July, and the International Olympic Committee has uh, said that being vaccinated is not required for participation in the Olympics. However, the IOC has encouraged all athletes to be vaccinated. IOC President Thomas Bach said that he believes that more than 80% of the residents of the Olympic Village in Tokyo will be vaccinated come the 23rd of July. Olympic officials uh, say having athletes vaccinated will make the Japanese public feel an increased safety in regard to holding the Olympics. Because as you guys will also know, opinion polls in Japan show anywhere from between about 50 to 80% of the Japanese public, depending on how the question was phrased, are opposed to holding the Olympics in July. More than 15,000 Olympic and Paralympic athletes from more than 200 nations and territories are expected to descend on Japan, in addition to tens of thousands of judges, officials, media, and broadcasters. Although for some reason, Graham, I don't know about you, but my invitation seems to have been lost in the mail. So I think we're gonna have to keep uh, covering from here. Many medical uh, officials in Japan are currently opposed to holding the Olympics, seeing and are saying that it is a potential has the potential of becoming a super spreader event. The IOC, however, insists that it will be safe and secure, and will always reference guidelines from the World Health Organization. So we're seeing a lot of you know kind of more of the same. We're seeing pushback from the general populace in Japan. We're seeing the IOC saying, no, it's absolutely going to be normal. It's going to be fine. And at this point, we have no indication uh, or nothing that tells us that this is not going to keep moving forward, regardless of what the general population in Japan is looking at. So, you know, knock on wood, fingers crossed, we've still got a boxing tournament coming. But before that one, we need to talk about the boxing tournament starting on Friday. Okay, so as you know, we have a lot of friends of the show here uh, across the pond in Great Britain. So I thought I would take a moment today and we'd take a look at uh, Great Britain's chances in this upcoming Olympic qualifier, what they need to do in order to advance to the, uh, to the games themselves. So we've got 12 men and women from Great Britain's boxing squad who are going to be taking part in the Road to Tokyo European Olympic qualifying event in Paris. And that's going to be running between the 4th and the 8th, so starting on Friday. Now, the, this event is going to be a continuation of the Road to Tokyo European Olympic Qualifier in London that was suspended after three days of competition back in March of uh, 2020, owing to the coronavirus outbreak. Now, it will resume where the first event left off and be based on the draw card from the original event. So there's going to be 176 boxers from across Europe uh, remain in the competition, which 
is both the first and last competitive opportunity to qualify for the Olympics. 77 places in total, 50 male, 27 female at Tokyo 2021 are on offer uh, at the Paris qualifier, which is going to be held across eight men's weight categories and five for the women. Uh, that's 77 total. Now, keep in mind, some athletes have already qualified. So I think the actual number is closer to 60, what's still on the table to be uh, to be snatched up here. So the team from Great Britain is made up of eight men, four women, and includes uh, Wales's reigning world champion, Lauren Price, and three men that won uh, medals at uh, 2019 World Championships. Pat McCormick uh, bringing home a silver, Peter McGrail a bronze, and of course, Ben Whitaker with, uh, brought home a bronze as well. Two members of Great Britain's boxing team, Galal Yaffe and Peter McGrail, have already secured Tokyo qualification at the original event in London. However, the pair will still be competing in pairs as performance in the qualifier is going to uh, influence seeding at Tokyo 2021. Uh, Great Britain will uh, not be contesting the women's welterweight category after Rosie Eccles was defeated in her opening bout back in London in March and eliminated from the competition. For the other 10 members, of, uh, however, of Great Britain's boxing squad, the Paris tournament, you know, as I said, is the first and last opportunity for these guys to secure their spot in Tokyo. Now, this is following the decision by the IOC Boxing Task Force to revise the uh, Olympic qualification pathway in light of the disruption caused by the coronavirus. So the 77 places at Tokyo 2021 are up for grabs. And then the final 13 Olympic places, uh, eight going to the men and five to the females, are available to boxers from Europe. And those are going to be allocated based on rankings developed by the Boxing Task Force. Now, those are the ones that are going to be in lieu of uh, the Paris, what would have been the Paris World Qualifier that has been canceled. So although boxers will secure Olympic qualifications at different stages in this tournament, like you've heard of the Laliafi, for example, already has his qualification and this tournament's far from over. Um, the competition is going to continue all the way through to the medal stages with a final uh, finals in all 13 uh, weight classes as uh, performance at the Boxing Road to uh, Tokyo 2020 qualifying event will, again, impact seeding at the, the actual Olympic tournament. So it still could have a big impact, even if so. We want to see Galal still do really well out there. It's going to make a big difference on how his Tokyo turns out, who he's going to be fighting, when he's going to be fighting, for example. The men and women from Great Britain's team at this point in time do have one benefit, though, with this, uh, with this all being postponed, and that's that they all know exactly who they're going to be facing in their opening bouts and what they need to do in order to qualify, uh, in order to secure Olympic qualification. So let's take a look at that. So at the flyweight division uh, on the women's side, supermom Charlie Davison is one win away from her spot at uh, Tokyo and needs to defeat Poland's Sandra Drabek in order to complete a fairy tale story that will see her qualify for the Olympic Games less than two years after returning to the sport following a seven-year uh, break in which, uh, during which she had three children. Featherweight uh, Karis Artenstall, uh, Artenstall sorry, uh, needs to win two bouts to qualify and will begin her campaign against Helena Brejovic of Belarus on Friday. At lightweight, we've got the youth uh, Olympic champion, Carolyn Dubois, requires two victories to secure qualification. The 20-year-old will be facing off against the world number two, Mira Potkinen of Finland, in her opening contest. Now, that's going to be one to watch out for because Mira Potkinen is one to watch out for because she is uh, she's a veteran of the sport, and she was also a uh, Rio uh, medalist as well. So that'll be, that'll be an interesting one to keep an eye on here. 
world champion Lauren Price also requires two wins in order to reach Tokyo and is going to be starting her campaign against Davina Michelle of France. Moving over to the men's side of things here in the men's competition, Luke McCormick needs to overcome to Grulin Erdemir, Erdemir, sorry, of Turkey in his first bout to be uh, to find a ticket to Tokyo. Twin brother Pat McCormick, on the other hand, requires two wins to make his second Olympic Games appearance, uh, and will be boxing Monaco's Hugo, Hugo McAuliffe in his opening bout. At the middleweight category, Lewis Richardson needs to overcome Ukraine's Oleksandr Kizhniak in order to set up a quarterfinal uh, qualification bout. Lightweight uh, Ben Whitaker needs two as well in order to make it to Tokyo, and he's going to be opening up with a bout against Paul Andre Ardoi of Romania. Chavon Clark needs two wins as well uh, to secure qualification, and is going to be up against Narek Manassian of Armenia in his opening bout of the heavyweight division. That's also going to be an interesting one to watch out for. Manassian, uh, he does well. He's not the quickest on his feet for sure, but if he gets a hold of you, he hits like a dump truck. So he's going to, Chavon Clark's going to need to be quick on his feet with Manassian. Uh, same is true of super heavyweight Fraser Clark, who needs to overcome Croatia's Marco Milan in his first contest uh, to set up a quarter uh, a quali quarterfinal qualification bout. Now, of the two uh, who have already qualified for Tokyo, Galal Yafi will continue his flyweight campaign against uh, Korinu Sogamoyan of Armenia. And featherweight Peter McGrail is going to be meeting up with Roland Gallos of Hungary. Fraser Clark said, I feel like I've been training for this qualifier for so long now. I'm just excited that it's finally here. I'm looking forward to getting out there and getting the job done. I've been to two tournaments since Christmas and brought home goals for both. So I feel good. The coaches have done a great job of preparing us. The whole team looks fantastic. The next week is going to be huge for me, and I'm just going to give it everything that I've got. Lauren Price uh, went on to add, it's been a long time coming, and I'm excited and a bit nervous, but I'm looking forward to getting the job done. My preparation uh, has been good, and I've been hitting personal bests on our runs recently, so I'm feeling fit, and I'm feeling ready. It has always been my dream to go to the Olympic Games uh, since I was eight years old. So now, that the, so now that the opportunity has finally come around, I'm going to do everything that I can to make sure that it happens. So the qualifying event will be held, unfortunately, behind closed doors with a series of COVID-19 protocols in place. But for those of you looking to check this out at home, uh, every one of these bouts is going to be uh, broadcast live on uh, olympics.com. So the official Olympic website is going to have this entire qualification event. Should be showing both rings and every bout going on. Now, the afternoon uh, sessions are going to be starting Friday at 2 p.m. local time. Uh, so that translates to noon uh, for our friends in Great Britain. For anyone on this side of the pond looking to uh, watch that, we're going to have that with morning coffee because that starts at 7 a.m. So uh, all the best to our friends in Great Britain. And we are looking forward to uh, seeing what you guys can pull off on Friday. There we well, go. Thanks so very much for that very comprehensive report, Chris. <laughs> That's quite well, a lot of uh, news we had today. We just heard from Big T there uh, as well, saying that uh, Ben actually had Andre in his last tournament and came out on top of that one. So uh, 
saying Andre's a tough kid, but um, nothing but faith in Ben Whitaker for his opening match there. So hopefully that gives Ben a bit of a psychological advantage, knowing that he's already beat this kid once in, uh, in a tournament. So uh, hopefully that helps him along his way, and we'll see how he does in his second bout. Right. Well, if that wraps us, uh, I think I'm going to go put some uh, suntan lotion on my nose and uh, get myself a cold beverage. We'll see you tomorrow. Sounds about right. I will be here and uh, looking forward to uh, to Friday when this tournament gets off and off the ground. Thank you.